0: What's going on? Welcome to the AM Basketball Breakdown, where we talk everything hoops early in the morning. I'm your host, Adam Miller. It's time to hit the hardwood, so let's tip off this episode. What's going on, everyone? Happy Saturday morning. I hope all of your weekends are off to a great start. I have my coffee in hand, ready to go for today's show. And. I figured it would just be a really good idea, just as I have time before I start on the weekend today, uh, just to talk through the big trade that happened this week in the NBA, the Pascal Siakam trade uh, between the Raptors and the Pacers. So let's go ahead and let's dive into the details of the trade, what this means for both teams, who I think is either the winner or the loser, if there is one. And also, um, yeah, just what this means for both teams going forward. All right, let's just go ahead and let's walk through the trade details. The Indiana Pacers traded Bruce Brown, Jordan Nawara, and three first-round picks for Pascal Siakam. I believe the Pelicans were in this trade as well. They moved Kira Lewis Jr. to the Pacers and a second round pick along with, I think they had received cash considerations in return. Always got to love those cash considerations coming back. So yeah, if you didn't know it already, the Raptors are somewhat right now in a full rebuild, but they're still trying to stay fairly competitive. So what does this do for them? One, they trade away this might, no, they may have one or two other guys, but a main piece from their championship team is going out to a different team. And for them, they are acquiring the draft capital that they want, that they desire. They are getting two first round picks in this upcoming draft. It is a weaker draft in my opinion, but if you look at their core, they have guys like scotty barnes they have rj barrett they have emmanuel quickly they honestly may be looking more where they're going to have those picks kind of in the mid to late first round of acquiring some college players um maybe some experienced college players that can come and play right away on their team or they could potentially consolidate those picks and just roll them forward To next year, maybe combine two of them into one and move it forward to a first round pick next year in a draft that honestly is going to be very loaded. And it's better to have uh, more additional picks than um, just one. But yeah, they are in a full rebuild. They are still staying competitive. They still have Scotty Emmanuel, quickly and RJ Barrett. But in the trade back, they're also acquiring Bruce Brown, which um, he's under contract and they still have another month or so. If they decide whether or not they want him to be in their long term plans, they can flip him potentially uh, for more capital. Um, Maybe not a ton of picks, but maybe an extra pick. And maybe if a team threw in a young player, I would look at a team such as the New York Knicks or even the Los Angeles Lakers that would have salary to match uh, championship level uh, role player, such as Bruce Brown, and also maybe throw in a contributing young player that I think could fit in Toronto's core for Toronto. I mean, for New York, you would look at, um, you would look at a player such as, let me look up his name real quick. What's his name? Oh, it's Quentin Grimes. That's his name. You'd look at a player such as Quentin Grimes um, to include in that trade, along with Brown's salary. For the Lakers, I would look at a player such as maybe Max Christie and additional seconds. Maybe I don't think they would throw in a first because they're kind of weak on first at this time, but at least acquiring additional picks uh, that you would have later down the road. They may even include Jalen hood Shafino in there. Their first round pick isn't necessarily getting a ton of minutes right now, but I think in the right situation, he was a good college player. I think he could do well on the right team. So kind of walked through what this does for the Raptors. Now, I would say if you're wanting me to pick a real winner for this trade, I would say it's the Indiana Pacers. I would say, though, I think Toronto did well. I think it's close. But what I think this does for the Pacers going forward, this brings them one step closer to being a championship contender. One step closer to being a championship contender. I don't think they're necessarily... They're not going to compete this year, I think, depending on the first-round matchup that they have. Like, let's say they played Milwaukee in the first round. I don't think I necessarily picked them... To win that series but they've already had several games this year that they've won against Milwaukee and they match up really well for them so adding a player like Siakam to the mix that makes them an even more difficult matchup for Milwaukee just because the Pacers have another guy that can score 20 points consistently and another well they don't necessarily have any right now but a player that is capable of being an all NBA defender. But yeah, it makes them, puts them one step closer to being a championship contender. And also, it validates a lot of points that people have talked about for a while and kind of have a little proof of that right away. Just reading through the tea leaves after the trade came through, there are players that want to play with Tyrese Halliburton. Siakam was very active in communications with him, making it clear that with the Raptors, that this trade does not go through unless Siakam wants to go there. He not only wants to be signed, but he also wants to be in a good situation for him to play. So Tyrese Halliburton, he's already attracting that type of talent to, uh, to help build around them to build a championship contender. And it's really good for the Pacers because I think they are in a position like another handful of NBA teams where they don't necessarily have the means every year besides maybe having cap space to attract the type of free agents to build a championship contender. But what they're doing right now with acquiring Tyrese Halliburton a couple of years ago and him quickly becoming one of the best players in the league. They are kind of just building more, I would say internally. And if some of their draft picks can hit over the last couple of years, you've already seen some progress from Andrew Nemhard and even Benedict Matherin. If Matherin can continue to develop and continue to improve, that could be very interesting going forward. I do want to point out, Back to the De'Aaron Fox trade in the situation, though, because a lot of people will talk about the fact they're like, oh, yeah, both teams won. The Kings got the player they want, and the Pacers got the player they want. Here's the way I would look at things, though. Would like a year or two from now, if Halburn keeps playing the way that he is, and the Pacers keep adding pieces to this puzzle, I very well believe that they are are moving towards that championship conversation. The Kings, I think trading for a player like Sabonis has helped. Initially, it solved some of their rebounding issues and some of their inside play, but I think he's very limited shooting from outside. and. I'm going to throw this back to the Pacers side. Is if they still had Sabonis, is anyone coming out and saying, Yeah, I want to go play with Sabonis? I want to play with him. I want to win a title with him. No, they got the player right now that a lot of guys, as they're looking at, Hey, do I want to stay with this team long term? Do I want to move somewhere else? Who is a team that can fill that need that I have to not only be paid, but also to be able to compete for a title. It's the Pacers because they have Tyrese Halliburton. So what's interesting for them going forward, and this will be the last thing that I will hit on, they now have a guy that players want to play with, people want to be around. He's already in that all-NBA discussion um, not comparing him to these two players, but I think it's an interesting scenario here. You look at Jokic kind of when he first came on the scene, when he was putting up these gaudy numbers of having a lot of points, having a lot of rebounds, having a lot of assists. Over time, the Nuggets were either able to trade for players that wanted to play with him And also they're able to sign role players such as a Jeff Green or a Bruce Brown to help build them into a championship contender. I think for the Pacers, they are on a similar trajectory, but I do think Tyrese Halliburton, while he, I would say, if you looked and you ranked your players, he's, I would say he's probably borderline top 10 right now. I think he would need to move into that top five discussion similar to what Shea Gilgis Alexander has done right now. Um, the year, just building off of last year where he was in Tyrese Talburton's situation last year where he was having an amazing season and people were talking about him like, Hey, is this a championship level caliber player that can win you a title? And now we are clearly, clearly seeing that Shea has another level to go to, if not even more. So that's the question that I would have for Tyrese Halliburton going forward is whether or not he has another level or another ceiling to go to. I think he does. I think you surround him with the right talent. Not only his points are going to go up also as crazy as it sounds, his assists are going to go well and you surround him with the right type of players, kind of his defensive inefficiencies uh, will be hidden as well. But yeah, what are the type of trades that the Pacers could make uh, maybe before the deadline, maybe this off season or even next season, I look at their team right now. And again, depending on how all this stuff tracks, you have a player that is on the trajectory to win you a title. You have another player that you just acquired that was, yeah, I would say he's was the second best player on a championship team back when the Raptors won the title. Averages about 20 points a game. He's a really good defensive player, all-star caliber player, so you already have one, someone that I would say is a two or is a borderline two. I believe you would have to acquire a similar player and then try to build around them kind of what the Pacers have done over time with drafting players like Nemhard, Matherin, and even acquiring a player such as Obi Toppin. The guy I would want to see them go after would be Laurie Mark marketing 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 Markin, Markin. it's marketing they have the salaries to match uh, the salaries to trade Lori is on a affordable contract right now that rolls into next season and the pacers would potentially have a couple of young guys they could throw in there, salaries to match and they're not stricken from the picks that they gave up from the siakam trade they still have picks to trade for that. So yeah, it would just be an interesting conversation you would have with Utah. I know Danny Ainge, she's all about acquiring all the draft picks, but is that someone that the Jazz right now are wanting to move off of? In the event the Pacers make a trade for him too, they are in a very good spot to sign him long-term just because of how the salary will forward. They're not going to be hampered by the CBA in order to sign him. So you would have your core of Halliburton, Siakam, and Mark, Laurie Mark, Markanen, Markanen going forward, plus a lot of other really good young players to throw into the mix. Already have a championship level coach in Rick Carlisle. The future is very bright for the Pacers. I hope I am able, I'm a Celtics fan, but I'm hoping I am able to maybe go to a game before the end of the year. But yeah, I am super excited to see what they do going forward. And I think they are on the right track to win a title. Maybe, probably not this year, but I think in the next couple of years, the their team is growing. They are going to be right in that conversation if they make the right moves. But thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining me this Saturday morning. Feel free to rate this episode, um, rate this podcast. That would be much appreciated. And feel free to let me know about your thoughts on the Tyrese Halliburton, not the Tyrese Halliburton. See, it's, it's early. I'm still, I'm still waking up. About the Pascal Siakam trade and what this does for the Pacers going forward. I would love to hear your thoughts. I am looking forward to talking with you next time.